it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Sletsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Sletsky, and this is episode number 114. In today's episode, we're talking about what it looks like to get online ready. It really doesn't matter what you've done online, nor what you're wanting to do. There is one underlying thread that needs to be succinct within your online presence. And that is what your business looks like visually. And of course, I'm talking about images and fonts and colors. These are the visual representation of your brand. Equally important is the messaging of your brand, but that's for another episode. We want to make sure that our images and fonts and colors help to evoke the right emotions and that they attract the right people and that they make you relatable and that the visuals match your level of experience. Because you're transitioning from an offline brand to an online brand, you will want to look at every aspect of your brand identity as it stands right now and make sure that it translates as well on the screen as it does in three dimension in the real space. So let's start with your colors. In the printing world, they use CMYK to create color. Or in other words, this model works by partially or entirely masking colors on a lighter, most often white or beige background. It is sometimes called a subtractive model because ink subtracts the colors red, green, and blue from white light. It's really kind of interesting. In the online space, when we're working with screens, we are using RGB to create colors. Those exact things that CMYK subtracts, red, green, and blue. This process uses the red, green, and blue light and adds them together in various ways to reproduce a broad array of colors. And therefore, this one is called an additive model. CMYK is subtractive, whereas RGB is additive. You might have also heard of Pantone colors, which are color codes that stand for specific shades. Basically, Pantone is the standard language for color, and it might be what you looked at when you were picking paint colors. It's not going to translate one-to-one for print, nor one-to-one for screen, so I'm not going to focus on it here. If you're currently using CMYK colors, be sure to use a tool to see what the RGB version of that color looks like on several different devices and screens. You may want to adjust the colors in order to allow them to pop on screens. Our screens can display 16,707,216 different colors because each of red, green, and blue have 256 shades. But CMYK can't translate to each of those colors because it uses pigments instead of light. They are really different entities, and it is worth the time to translate your logo and brand colors into online equivalents. And the nice thing is, is you have the liberty to alter your colors and shades as necessary to get the right look and feel online. 
You have that permission because this is your brand experience. Now, let's move on to the fonts you use. Online, we use written word everywhere from our websites to overlays on our graphics and a million other places that I can't even think of right now, but I know we use them. In the offline space, using the default font for printouts that you give to your students or instructions that you send home with your artwork is usually fine. Those printouts aren't going to live in association with your brand for the long term. On the flip side, if you're creating a downloadable PDF or file, you will want to make sure that it represents your brand because you don't know where it's going to show up and how it's going to be used. In your studio, you might have used a few different fonts for signage and also using different fonts on your business card and in your flyers. And this is actually an aspect of your brand that you'll likely be carrying forward online. In addition to the fonts themselves, there are also font weights and variations to consider. There are so many things to consider and it's kind of nice to be getting these all done right now before you get to more decisions because that's really what you are doing as you translate into the online space is making decisions about how your business is going to show up. Let's just get these visual aspects done and out of the way. So about those font weights. There are nine different font weights, which are visible on screens. 100, which is thin, all the way through 900, which is black or the thickest weight. And everything in between. Normal is 400 and bold is 700. You'll likely want to bring at least those two, normal and bold, online. And possibly one or two more, depending on your visual identity. When it comes to the variations, we're talking about italic and small caps. I don't see a lot of small caps, but I do see italic. So we're looking at somewhere from four to eight different looks for the exact same font. And we haven't even got into font size yet, but don't worry, we'll get there soon. Before that, I'm gonna share a few thoughts I have on the number of fonts to use. Two, period, only two fonts. One is going to be your serif or your sans serif main text font, and the other is going to be your decorative font for emphasis and headlines. With fonts, I strongly recommend looking at the usage policy on the fonts you are already using. Some might have web use, while others don't. Be sure to use web fonts and follow the rules set forth by the font creator or font distributor. If your font can't be used online, the two font repositories that I use most often are Google Fonts and Adobe Typekit. If your font doesn't permit the web use, these are the two best places to start looking for something that you're happy to use in your online visuals. If you can't find a font in either of these libraries, then consider purchasing something that has web usage rights. Now let's talk about font size. I recommend sticking with standard and consistent font sizing. Don't pick font sizes every single time you create new collateral. And this is particularly easy on your website because as you're building it out, you just have to define your font family, font size, font variant, and font colors for all of the standard website building blocks like headings and paragraphs and quotes and lists. Once it's defined, all you need to do is pick the right website building block and you'll be well on your way to having a consistent look online. 
having this jotted down on a piece of paper that's by your computer or in your notes on your phone so that when you are creating social media graphics, you can use the same font rules. That's all you need to do. And it's done. Are you feeling pretty good about this so far? You should be. We've talked about translating your print and paint colors to online colors and fonts for written word. So now let's discuss some of the parts of your brand that will likely be new to you now that you're expanding online. Yep, we're talking about imagery. These are not only your headshot and brand photographs, but also the swishes and lines and symbols and icons that you're going to use within your website and social media. A few questions to ponder. Are they going to be hand-drawn or computer-drawn? What is the line weight or how thick are they? Are they modern or classic, frilly or simple? How will they be used to stitch your online identity together? Are they monochrome or colorful? And are they formal or informal? The first few questions were more about the swishes and lines and symbols and icons. And the last couple, those were about your pictures. My brand photos were taken in front of metal siding and I used the one with the siding in my profile picture on social media. But for my website and within my social media graphics themselves, I removed the background on the pictures so that I could overlay them and have them stand out. So think about how you're going to want to use photographs within your online visuals and make sure to keep your brand and its message top of mind when they're being taken. The last thing I want is for you to have no images that you can use that match up with the rest of what you're trying to do online. Icons and symbols are a great way to break up content. I use bullet points regularly within my podcast episode show notes, and I made the conscious choice to keep them just with the simple black round disc. When I want to spruce up bullet points on my sales pages or other pages within my website, or even on social media graphics, I'll use aspects of my submark and the bright pattern you see on the podcast artwork. My submark is the little paint splosh with the paintbrush that has the Wi-Fi icon coming out of it. My brand is vibrant and fun and not intimidating because I want to attract fun and spontaneous artists who are looking to do something online. It's warm and inviting and you can tell that it's going to be playful and that we're going to be able to have a good time and we are connecting with each other. I know I haven't talked at all about brand messaging in this episode precisely because this episode was about getting your brand online ready and I believe that focus needs to be on the graphics, fonts, and colors. You already have a business. You already have strong brand messaging. These were the three aspects of your brand that needed a little bit of thought today. Making decisions about your graphics, your fonts, and your colors, and crossing that off of your list is going to help you immensely. You've just done a great big piece of work, and you are going to be able to get into the growth stage of expanding online that much easier. You have a basis from which to work. I am so excited to be on this journey with you. Thank you for tuning into the podcast each week. And I have a question for you. Have you downloaded the Expand Online Getting Started guide yet? You can access it right inside the show notes or by going to techofbusiness.com forward slash online product. 
Next week, we're going to be talking about Instagram and Facebook and how they play into gaining awareness that your business is expanding online. 